Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody and welcome back to Guild Mateys slash Q's Adventures in Montaigne, uh, your favorite podcast where we prove that Brennan is actually six feet tall. No comment. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the the Wi-Fi has been super out in my house, so I came over to Amelia's to record, and we uh, we used a tape measure and a <laughs> and a pencil and measured it. Um, but in fairness, I do slouch about a full inch where I walk anywhere. So if anyone's ever seen me, I am a clearly below six feet tall. If I'm standing up straight against a wall, I'm about exactly six feet tall. So anyway, uh, we last left off. Q is in the middle of Town Square of Bouquet. Renetta is bleeding out. Charlemagne is completely unconscious. The what, what would we refer to the French Revolution intern is um <laughs> he's uh running amok somewhere. I believe you've lost you've lost sight of him. I think and yeah, he I I told him to like usher people away, right? Yes, yes. And um the all the revolutionaries have uh are gone with their uh, lieutenant having walked away to the sunset, giving up the domestic terrorism life forever. Um, what's the plan, Q? Okay. Um, are there any of the other French revolutionary... They're, they're wearing, like, green cloaks, right? Uh, yes. And if not, then they are now. Um, it, one or the other. <laughs> well, are they, like... Uh, are they still around, or did they all just kind of disperse? Oh, they, they're dispersed. There's no green cloaks around. Okay. Um, I guess I will go... Well, I kind of will look at my wound and, you know, just check it out really quick. And then I will go to where I assume people have gathered and see if everyone is safe. All right. The wound does not seem to be bleeding profusely. It looks into be pretty good shape. 
However, um, you if you let, let it be for over 24 hours, it will probably get infected. Yeah. Um, I won't have to make you roll for this kind of thing because you know that's that's relatively basic medical knowledge, and you're educated. Yeah. So um, probably once I get to find where people are settled, then I'll tend to my wound after I get an idea of what happened. All uh, right. Absolutely. You can hear Veneta a couple feet away going, "Oh, these hurts." Ah. Are you okay? What do you think? Do I look okay? You look like you need a drink. Well, they would not say no to this. <laughs> but, ow! Yeah, uh, I'll uh, give her some whiskey. I will tend to my wound enough just so that way I can like use my arms. And then I will uh, go around and triage as much as I can. All right, so to remove a dramatic wound, that is going to be a wits plus scholarship to perform surgery. Um, per usual on this one, uh, you can spend any time you get a zero, you make it worse, a one, no effect, uh, and two or more you can use to try and uh, cure the wound. You spend three raises, you're guaranteed to uh, cinch it up all the way um, with no negative effects. Anything more than that, you can bank for later. Okay, I got two raises. Okay, so you put it together and you're fine. You can mechanically remove all of your um, mechanically remove all of your uh, dramatic wound with one dramatic wound. Um, uh, of course, this is the start of a new session, so you might have wounds. So you should be at full health. Um, it does look like it's it's not. It looks a bit ugly. So you are clearly marked uh, as a wounded person, and um, people are going to be able to tell so. But you mechanically have no HP damage currently. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm finished cleaning that up. I'll kind of look around. Does it seem like everyone's accounted for in the town? Um, not quite. Every Enough people have dispersed in the panic of the uh, assassination attempt. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, do I see that one guy, the intern? Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll to see if you can find the intern. <laughs> um, that's going to be wits plus notice. Uh, if you spend zero raises or you choose to fail, you're going to mistake a different like young farm boy as the intern. Um, a one, and you're not going to be able to find him. You can spend two raises to to spend some time to look for him. You can spend three raises to be able to find him immediately. Um, anything more than that, bank for later. Okay, I got three raises. I'll spend them all. Okay. Uh, you find him ushering people into a church. Uh, there's a beautiful church of the prophet's building that's been falling into very recent disrepair. It doesn't look like it has had any um, uh, any decay from old age. It just looks like it's been hit by a couple of Molotov cocktails and such. Um, and he's holding the door open, waving his arms, and trying to indicate to the public that this is a safe place to go. He looks to be about 100 yards away from you. Okay, um, wherever I was, I'll try and gather and help usher people that way. Okay, um, a lot of people are panicked. Uh, a French woman comes uh, uh, up to you and says, so What is going on? I, I, uh, oh no, the, the, the crossbow and the green cloaks, this, this cannot be. Okay, I just want to say, 
She was how how is she drawing the line at people with crossbows in green cloaks when not two days before they had burned half of the entire town and were publicly executing people? Yeah, you know it's she's she's panicked. You know you in a you you had a nice day having an attempt at democracy in the town square and someone shoots a crossbow. It's less the con- it's less what happened in the context around it. You know, like you get that small measure of peace and you get right there with the with a bolt. Maybe also I- hand wave it. Q doesn't notice this. Okay, I'm sorry. I just lack the ability to empathize apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um yeah, so it'll say it's it's all right. As far as we know, we don't exactly have an idea of what's going on, but we're going to do our best to make sure that everyone stays safe. What is this? And she points to your your will, and she says, um, "What? How can you say this? We are in danger. I, oh, we are in so much danger. We." Okay, um, Madame, I completely understand. Um, so what I'm going to need you to do is there are some young children, yes, um, who are really? inside the church. I need you to go and make sure they all have food and water, just so that way uh, we um, we know that there is an issue. We don't really know how to fix it yet, but I think that would be the most important thing, is making sure the children are right. Can you do that for me? She uh, gathers herself and she says, Oui, oui, and she hurries off to the church. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying to get shit done. <laughs> All right. Um, what's next? Okay. So once people are there, uh, I guess uh, that one guy's dead, right? Which one guy? Um, The Rose Pier guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's very dead. He shot himself last okay, night. Okay. So the closest this... Uh, well, no, 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 not, not the Rose Pierre guy. The um, the other guy who was oh, were, like, Charlemagne. Three... Yeah, Charlemagne. Uh, Charlemagne's not dead. He's he's knocked out and he's bleeding out, but his his heart's still beating. Okay, well, this town needs God. Do they need guidance from someone? And he is one of the few people who seems to be able to think. You know, it's really hard for me to want to abolish the aristocracy when the common people are just so bad at running things. But, yeah, it's almost like they've had no education, no experience managing anything ever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go and try and keep him from dying. <laughs> okay. Um, you, uh, you find him sprawled out on the, uh, uh, on the fountain, and he looks to be in pretty bad shape. If you want any details, you can roll for... Uh, Roll your scholarship and do some triage here, or you can, instead of spending the time to do that, just rush him away as quickly as you can. Uh, it's up to you. Um, we're not in immediate danger. Triaging seems prudent. All right. So, um, a zero, and you are convinced he's already dead. Uh, you can spend one way raise to know that he's not already dead for sure. Like, <laughs> his heart's beating. Uh, that's about it. Uh, you can spend two raises to uh, know... Uh, the extent of his damages, his wounds, three, and you know exactly how much time he has left, um, and four, and you'll know um, maybe some uh, emergency first aid you can apply to lengthen the time he has left. Five or more, you can bank for later. Okay, I got two raises. You want to spend them both? Yep. Okay. He has the equivalent of four dramatic wounds. Uh, normally for an NPC, 
um, we we'd say he would just die immediately. But since it's just Q in this one, I don't have party members. <laughs> it will be a little bit more lenient. Um, hard to drive the plot forward. Uh, but so he's got four dramatic wounds and he is uh, bleeding out. You don't know how much time he has left. It's not very long. Okay, I'm going to do my best to like try and you know get him stable. Okay, Q, you're going to do some first aid. Uh, please role play and tell me exactly what you're doing. Do your wits plus scholarship roll to see how much you are going to do. Uh, zero, you make it worse and you kill him, and they can spend two raises per dramatic wound to heal a maximum of eight, which will heal all four dramatic wounds. Yeah, so I think at this point, because Q's been doing stuff with Una and they elected to stay behind intentionally, they probably do just have like a little bit of a medical kit on them, especially because mm-hmm. we tend to keep getting injured. Also, like doing blood sorcery, it's like important to mend that and keep it clean. <laughs> that makes total sense, actually. Yeah, so I think what they're going to do is just focus on immediately removing any foreign objects in the body. And, the crossbow bolts, a couple. Yeah, and then also just trying to stop the bleeding as much as they can, like just putting gauze in it and then take them back to the church and figure out, or take it back to the church and figure out like where to go from there. I assume there's probably a medical area there. Excellent. You know, that's, that's you know, my belief in this podcast is if you do believe in gauze, go to church. Um, please roll your, uh, roll your medical check. Wits plus scholarship? Wits plus scholarship, indeed. Come on, pens. As people are funneling into the church and in a panic, Q is stitching up Charlemagne, who's been pierced by a crossbow bolt or two and is quickly losing blood. Granetta moans in pain. Charlemagne is still unconscious. I got two raises. All right, you can heal one dramatic wound. Cool, I do so. All right, you are able to, you can't pull in the, uh, the crossbow bolts out without you know, ripping his flesh open, but you're able to stop the bleeding out of his chest. He is no longer going to bleed out in a very specific time period. You're no longer on the clock to save his life. Um, he is not conscious, but he's not dying. I guess we're all dying, but he's not dying within like a day <laughs> of blood loss. He's, he's not, not dying of blood loss. He's not <laughs> like, dying within a day. He's not on the beach that makes you old. Yeah, it's like how you when you put this, you will not die of blood loss within the day anymore. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So, is there anyone nearby? Any able-bodied people? Uh, no one who aren't panicking and who aren't the intern who are trying to funnel the people who are panicking. Okay, let me find some strong boy who's or girl who's panicking. Okay. Uh, first person comes up to you is a uh, a farm boy who looks a little bit like the intern, um, possibly his brother, or maybe they all look the same to you. Um, and he says, <clears throat> He doesn't forget his face. We were all going to die. They got crossbows, they got green cloaks, and they got those weird markers. We, so this is so bad. Oh my. Yes, but you know what we have. No, what do we have? We have nothing. We burned down the country. We have courage. We have heart. Can are you injured? I need I need some assistance getting someone to safety. Uh, I can do this. Yeah, um, and so I just lead him back to Charlemagne, and together we take him to the church. All right. Yeah, you pick up Charlemagne. Now give um, him a swig of something beforehand. <laughs> like you got whiskey on you or something. 
Yeah, I Q keeps a lot of beverages on them at any time. They don't drink what? a whole lot, but like they they have a port, they have wine, a bottle of wine. It's not currently open, and they have whiskey that they take a swig from every now and then. They like to keep their stuff separate from the crew's stuff. <laughs> um, what what is appropriate for? What, what, what's appropriate for revolution, counter-revolution, revolution, counter-revolution, uh, triage, medical care? Whiskey. All right. Uh, you take a swig of whiskey and you uh, drag, you carry uh, Charlemagne's body into the church. You arrive inside and it's a beautiful montane church of the prophets. Um, each of the of the last few prophets from uh, from. The, the world of Thea are immortalized in beautiful statues alongside. There's no more beautiful church other than maybe two in Castile that are more beautiful than your average Montaigne church. This is gorgeous. However, despite all the beauty and all the artwork, the, this church of the prophets has seen some serious hard days. Um, you can tell some mild vandalism as well as some, uh, some arson has occurred on the outside and inside of this area. Inside, among the pews and on uh, in any area available, there are people who are uh, trying to make sense of the situation. There's medical area, people trying to distribute food, etc. Um, it's much more organized than the town square, although it's by no means a military-grade uh, medical camp. going to circle up with well now now that we're kind of more stabilized I'd like to devote some more time to getting uh, Charlemagne like settled mm-hmm. um, and then I kind of want to circle up with him Brunetta and the intern you didn't take Brunetta with you she's still oh I meant to take Brunetta with you that's why I was going toward the church oh well you now what Okay, well, now I'll go get her, I guess. <laughs> you find Manetta, who is uh, barely conscious after bleeding out a little bit longer. Um, she says, We... Am, am I going to die here? I don't know. Just try to hold on. Hold on to what? Hope. This is no place for hope. There's always a place for hope. Um, I'll take her to the church and medicine check her. All right. Uh, you, uh, she limps on your shoulder um, as you take her along to the church. Uh, it's going to be another Wits Plus scholarship. Man, we're really using this one. What do, yeah. what do you know? You, we're doing a field I, hospital. I do want to say at the beginning of the episode when I went somewhere with Brunetta and then like we were covered in talking and then we went to the church, I assumed I had taken her to the church with me. Oh. Just saying. My bad. It's cool. Okay. Ooh. That's four raises. Got okay. two tens. Sweet. Okay, you got four raises. She has the equivalent of three dramatic wounds. She um, needs treatment within two days or her wounds become affected and she will likely die. She will not bleed out um, with uh, before then. Um, she does have a couple of foreign objects 
Uh, inside the rib, it's mostly just a singular crossbow bolt that's been embedded, embedded in her ribcage. She's in no, no immediate danger, but she is in extreme pain and does not have any reasonable use of her own body. Okay, yeah. So do I need to make another roll to, like, heal the wounds? Um, I mean, you can, but there's there's people with medical expertise okay. who are doing things at the moment, so you can just drop her off. Yeah, I'll drop her off, and then... Well, they're all, like, super wounded. What's the intern up to? Uh, the intern is still trying to gather people, telling them uh, where uh, where they can go to be safe. Um, when you drop Renetta off in, in the medical area, you hear... Um, uh, you hear somebody call after you, and you hear, <clears throat> Who goes there? Bringing in the wounded. This is a noble task, no? Mm, no, it's just kind of what needs to be done. The most noble of tasks are the ones that needs to be done. Everything else is an empty show. Who are you? I am Cedric. I... Just another man trying to do what he can. And you are? The same. My name is Q. Uh, he kind of smirks uh, as, he, as he looks at you and he uh, quickly hides the smirk and he, and he says, Call upon Cedric if you need anything, no? No. You have any idea who can lead these people? Uh, he finishes... Uh, putting up a splint on somebody's uh, broken leg. Um, a young boy was trampled in the in the panic of the masses. He stands all the way up. Um, he has uh, piercing green eyes, and <clears throat> uh, he is dressed. Although he is dressed like a like a commoner, it looks like he's dressed very well for one. Um, he has long flowing black hair and a. Uh, and a uh, kind of like a guy fox mustache goatee or mustache soul patch kind of thing. Um, he's got uh, a jawline you could use to grate cheese, and uh, he looks around at all the people in the church, uh, and he says, "I do not know these people. The the commoners and I we, we worked together for many years, but." You forget things whenever such chaos invades your country. Granted, I helped start the chaos, but I didn't think this there would be this much collateral damage. Well, that's the thing with lighting fires, right? Live and learn, no? Try. Brennan, is this a romanceable NPC? Yeah. Okay, just wondering. Okay, yeah. Q's got more important things to focus on right now, so they're gonna go <laughs> and focus on trying to tape together with staples and Elmer's glue. <laughs> this fucking what's the word? It's not a city, principality, maybe. It is indeed a principality. A principality, no. Um. Okay, you find a uh, a farmer but- commoner. I will say, if I say, but Q, Q is, Q does think they're cute. Does that count as falling for someone they really shouldn't? Uh, I wouldn't say you've fallen for them. I mean, unless you <sighs> think that Q falls for every person they find moderately cute. Yeah, that's their whole oh. thing. <laughs> well, I literally, yes. in the character thing. Okay, but no, no, we're going However, gonna... 
if you if you do claim to have fallen for them, then you do have your character Q does have to act as if they've fallen for them. You can't okay. be like, oh, they're kind of cute, and then be like, just never act on that. Okay. Um, I just want to say in the twenty questions for character creation, um, it says, "Is your hero in love? Is he married or betrothed?" And I wrote, "See, someone new by Hozier." <laughs> um, okay, they haven't fallen for them yet. They haven't fallen for them yet, but they're like, gotcha. they're like oh, I don't know, I'm flirty. Gotcha. Um, they seem to be competent, was... which is more than you could say about most people around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, education, man, incredibly powerful tool. Ah, uh, you know, you can't educate someone to common sense. Like, the... I mean, they can't read. You know, there's you can how much, be there's an intelligent person and not be able to read. You can understand cause and effect. I mean, I can read and I don't understand cause and effect very exactly. well. I've made the a lot of stupid decisions. Exactly, the two are not mutually decisions. inclusive. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Anyway, um, first person you come up to is a, a, a farmer. says, My name is Elmer. I sell glue. You said you wanted Elmer's glue. Those of you at home, the look on Amelia's face on this video call is priceless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I walk by Elmer. No, thank you. Fair. And I will. Um, I'm just going to kind of go around and make sure everything's all right, make sure everything's functioning. Kind of keep an eye on things, kind of touch base with most of the people, see what's going on, see what the vibes are. Um, things are calming down quite a bit, and it looks that uh, everyone's everybody who um, is able to live is going to live. Um, it's quiet, and it is now time for you to plan your next move. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah 
I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Can I get Charlemagne, Brunetta, and the intern together? Uh, yes. Charlemagne is, uh, a little out of it, but you can, but the intern and, uh, Brunetta are fine. Cool. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Because I haven't found it, no one else is taking up any desire or exhibiting any traits of leadership, are they? Like, is anyone else in this area, like, doing stuff? Cedric is, um, doing very well <laughs> as a doctor. Okay. But, like, but like, there's no one who's kind of, like, taken control more, except for me, apparently. I think they, they see you taking control. They're like, well, thank goodness someone's in charge of this establishment, except not with a transatlantic accent. <laughs> the Atlantic is trans? Good for it. No, it's the... Oh. You know, you know what a translating accent is. Yeah, I was making a joke. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh God, what do I do? Okay, so I'm just gonna talk with the three of them and say, "All right." Um. Actually, no. Before I do that, before I do that, I'm going to go around and talk to people with my usual charismatic self to see what information I can get about these green cloaks. You got it. Um, first one to come up to is a, uh, looks to be a Castilian man who's here, um, just kind of got caught in all, of middle, all in the middle of this. Um, he says, what seems to be the problem? Well, I'm just trying to get more information about the people who are shooting people today. And you and me both. I'm in this country on a, a missionary trip. To, I heard there's been some churches that have been attacked and I'm here to help put them together and make sure that they're a safe place for people to stay. I didn't think it would be this necessary. And he looks around at all the, all the people. 
He just kind of internally rolls his eyes a little bit, or rolls their eyes a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay, um, do, do you know anything about the people who came to attack? I would assume they're people who... There's a lot of people who've never had any power before, who, with the idea of a democracy and electing leaders and all that stuff that you were talking about the night of that fire didn't like the idea of giving up the power that they maintained. Sort of dictatorship of the proletariat seemed like a lot more fun than a stable democracy run by the ruling class. Okay. Do I get an idea that this guy would like know anything about like because these are probably people from this area, right? Mm-hmm. So like, or people who've spent the last couple weeks in Bougay for sure. Yeah. So the information I'm just trying to get out of people is if we have any idea who they are, if there's anyone unaccounted for, or if anyone will like. I I don't expect people to like snitch, but like, would this guy <laughs> know who they might be, where they might be? How to contact them? If I'm not, afraid he no, because he's he's from out of town, so okay, he knows the well, area, does know the people. Then I will talk to someone who is from town. <laughs> Are you gonna say goodbye? Just like thank you. Well, <laughs> just like yeah, okay. Oh no, that's like a good point. Do you know uh, in your time here? Do you know anyone in the area who happens to who would, who's more connected? Um, the. I'd assume the mailman would know quite a few people here. Letter carriers know everybody, right? Yeah. Do, uh, can you point them out to me? Uh, he points to a um, a woman in her late twenties who uh, is completely healthy and is just chilling uh, in a pew, drinking wine and staring at, into the church. We will go up to her. And, uh, pardon, madam. We. Oui. Um, I was wondering if you might have any. Oh, hi. Actually, I introduced myself. I say, uh, "Bonjour." My name is Kyo. Oui, oui. Uh, je m'appelle Lafayette. <laughs> Sorry, just thinking the Hamilton lyric. All right, female uh, Montaigne names in the rule book. Cassette. Uh, je m'appelle Cassette. Nice to meet you, Cosette. Uh, I was wondering if you might happen to know any, uh, have any answers or any information about the people who attacked today. I'm, a lot of people are scared and I think we need to reach some sort of conclusion before, uh, before I, I go. I don't want to leave and let this area come into disarray. Um, there are a few people that they don't seem to be around here who I know would be the type. If you're asking me to identify the green cloaks, then I, I don't think I can do so. Thing, but do you know where I can find them? Um, her eyes look uh, long and hard, and uh, she says, We. Oui. They. There's a winery called Jacques. It used to be owned by the the Jacques that. And she trails off and she says, never mind. But 
Jux Winery is, is where they'd be hanging out. Good to know. Alright, thank you very much. Is there anything I... Do you need anything? Um, no. You want to Just, drink? She uh, leans back and holds up a giant bottle of wine and says, Oh, I bought my own. We... <laughs> Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep an eye on things. Uh, I'm not going to talk to the three people because I don't think they have any useful information. Mm. And they're all super injured, except for the intern. But he's fucking 19. I'm not putting him <laughs> in charge of shit. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think I'll just kind of keep on an eye on things as the night goes on eventually go get some rest make sure we have some sort of a guard system people keep an eye out tell people okay. to wake me if anything happens um alright and you put all this together and the evening uh, it's now the middle of the night do you wake up in the middle of the night to do anything or are you gonna wait until the morning I'll wait till the morning alright now let's see if you get woken up um so you hear um, a little bit of a you hear a little bit of noise, like somebody's getting up and moving around, but um, it's not distinguishable from anybody using like the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. I just kind of look, maybe just to like just to see, and then I'll go back to sleep. Um, you see nothing. Okay. All right. It is now the next morning. Um, Anybody get murdered in the middle of the night? Nobody got murdered in the middle of the night. Everything's peaceful, and uh, the uninjured are starting to leave the church uh, to go back to their normal uh, daily routines of baking bread and tilling the farms and etc. The injured are are all staying here and under guard and under watch. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to the winery. And broad daylight alone. Yeah, um, I have plot armor, so. <laughs> Again, I could have you killed. I, it's just a matter of getting you back from the land of the dead. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, you start walking that way. And you it's hear, also funny, because, like, imagine Q dies and comes back to the land of the dead, but just does not think to tell Sinead or Arthur that anything <laughs> happened. been there. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's fine. Setting up a government, you know. <laughs> Cuts to you, like, sitting crisscross in, like, a field of wheat for, like, <laughs> yes! a little Oh, while. my God, I can eat the other god. Yeah. Yeah, no. go on, kill me. Let's do three no. for three. No. I am... I mean, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not shoehorning anything for you. Okay. Um, you... I am abusing the shit out of my plot armor, though. Do you, do you know where... Jax is. Uh, I mean, wait, you're, aren't you from Bouguet? You probably yeah. know. Yeah, it's probably. If it's a winery in the area, I would know. Okay, well, you go to Jax. Um, as you get, uh, as you get a little bit closer, you hear, <clears throat> "Oh, hold up!" And you hear the familiar voice of a Cedric. Oh, like behind me? Yes. I I don't know. Yes. I would not go in there. This is not a place that I believe is safe. I think 
There is a good chance that is where our friends in the green are plotting against us. Oh no, I was actually counting on that. Then what do you plan to do? Well, I plan to talk to them. They are incredibly more organized and uh, we don't really stand a chance. I'm going to leave in like four days and I don't think the solution is murdering all of them because, well, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. It does not bode well for, you know, the future of how we're setting up this country. And also, I don't think that we have the capability to outmaneuver them. These are people's friends. These are people's brothers and sisters, mothers, fathers. We need to negotiate with them. Me? I will come with you. Ah, uh, you are... One of the only, like, real doctors, as far as I'm concerned, in the city, I would do not, cannot risk you getting injured. I apologize. But I was not asking, no? He smirks a little bit. Alright. Don't say anything, though. Well, unless you need to say something. But, like, don't say anything. Someone has to make sure that... That pretty face of yours stays intact, no? I do all right. Um, and I turn around and start walking <laughs> back toward the winery. Isn't it great when you're on land and your girlfriend can't see you? Okay, so you... <laughs> uh, uh, Cedric follows listen, you. she's super toxic. Honestly, every relationship Q has been in has been toxic, except for the one with Nina, and then Lady Arbold threw a fit about that. Yeah, that that did happen, didn't it? Anyway, uh, you, you arrive at Jacques' winery. Oh my god, winery. Adelaide's never going to believe all of this. Oh my god. <laughs> You'll never believe who I slept with. You will Death. not believe. Twice. And then, <laughs> again. <laughs> and then this French guy. Uh, okay, let's look ahead of yourselves. You don't know if he's, 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 he's you, know, you don't know if you're going to be able to keep him around. He might find something better out there. You don't know. Uh, look, I'm not looking to, like, settle down, okay? I've seen the people in this town. You cannot get that much better than Q. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, you're outside an old French winery, Montaigne Winery, that you are very familiar with. Um, so there's Jacques Winery on, on top in Montaigne, however you say that in French. Um, it's not, it's unassuming and nondescript. It's... Just looks like it's been closed. Yeah. Is there a door I'd like to attempt to open the front door? It opens right up. I walk inside and I say bonjour. Uh, you hear nothing. You just see a bunch of casks of wine and a few bottles. Yeah, I continue walking further into the room. Okay, you continue walking and you hear Cedric say, well, Hold up. Hold up. Uh, there might be traps. You, you don't know what these people. If they left the door and locked it, it wouldn't. It would be unlike these sorts of people to leave themselves so defenseless. All right, I will look for traps. Um, you don't have to, Cedric. Uh, no, the pretty looks, boy told me to look for traps. I'm gonna look for traps. He steps in front of you and then narrows, squints his eyes, and then uh, finds a trip wire between two casks of wine uh, and uh, says, Well, stand back, no? I, I take a step back. Um, he takes out a knife, slips it, and rolls backward, and a uh, uh, 
a large knife shoots out from the ceiling, just drops, and with the gravity of its weight, uh, embeds itself in the wood. He picks it up and examines it and then sticks it into his belt. Goodbye. I've got a knife for things and people who strike me as sharp. I say, well, you seem to be good at this, how about you lead the way? Oui. Um, he saunters forth, and uh, you get to um, just the back where there's aging casks of wine and a dead end. Oh, me? Well, this looks like the end of the line. I don't believe there's much else we can do. I'm going to look around for, like, a trapdoor or another exit or something. All right. Hit me with the wits plus the notice. <clears throat> um, if you get a zero, uh, you find what uh, you think to be, like, a trapdoor, and it's just some uh, wooden paneling, and you're convinced that's all there is. You can spend one raise to not find anything and um, still be suspicious about the place. You can spend a second raise to um, find a clue. On um, if there's anything else around, and it'll give you increasing amounts of exposition, however many you want to spend. Okay, I got two tens again, so that's four raises. <laughs> you want to spend all of them? Um, I'll spend three raises. I'll bank one. Uh, okay, so with three raises, you find the um, uh, the certain area of this old aging era, uh, old cask wine aging room has a lot less dust on it than the rest of it. Yeah, I'm going to sort. I'm going to get Cedric's attention. And, uh, sort of Sweet, what is it? Uh, this one it looks like it's been, you know, tampered with recently. It could be a trap. Let's. We should go and come back later. Mm, mm, um, what are the vibes I'm getting from Cedric? Cedric, that he's concerned about you. Hey, let me roll. You can roll a. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's wits plus empathy, and first time you've rolled empathy, I believe. So stack that extra die. Yeah, you guys take a lot of things at face value, and the second second you find out their realness, you like start a fight. You don't really do like a hmm. What's this person's interior motives? <laughs> I got a ten. Okay, that's not great. Like if they're a good guy, you flirt with them. Ooh. If they're a bad guy, you stab them, and it's been it's been kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Except for this one. The dice so, have been cast. So okay, you can spend one of the, you can you spend zero. Or you choose to fail. Um, you are uh, just convinced that he uh, uh, you can trust him no matter what, and you have to take everything he says at face value for the rest of this session. Uh, you can spend one raise to avoid that, but instead you think he's trying to murder you, and uh, you <laughs> have to spend a session like that. You can spend two raises to notice nothing, and three or more you can... I'll give you more exposition of the vibes you're getting. Okay, I will use all three of my raises. Okay. Use hella um, empathetic. He... Apparently. Um, you can tell that he is... Uh, you know, that he is very... He does care about you, and he cares about these people, and he um, really does want what's best for you. He's very attracted to you. He finds Q to be a beautiful person. Um, but you can also tell that he is not being completely honest, and he's hiding something. Yeah, I can tell. I I don't think we're going to gain anything. I'd rather come here during the day than at night. And frankly, I worry that if we get more people, we're just putting more people at risk. This motherfucker, I don't trust him. 
<laughs> I hate him now. I'm going to kill him. Uh, he says, Oui. The leads you away. No? I was kind of hoping you would do like the heavy lifting part with the sparrow. Got uh, he nods. Good muscles, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, he's like Mick jacked. He's Mick huge. Like his, his muscles are like massive. Um, he, you want, see him. Now I want a Big Mac. <laughs> we can, we'll go get one after we're done recording. Um, so he walks over to the, um, to the earth less dust and he pauses quizzically and stares and studies it. Um, he feels around and you can hear him. And I go, oh, what's this? And he pulls out a, a knot of wood and then sticks uh, a finger into the uh, into the uh, the hole where the, the knot of wood was and uses it to leverage a trapdoor up from the floor. He says, yeah. he smiles at you and says, looks like we've found our way in, no? Oh, looks like it. Would you like to go first or should I? My pleasure. I... I try to go first whenever I can. And he uh, gets onto the ladder uh, that you can, well, you would assume to be a ladder. You can't see it, but he's moving down as if he's moving on a ladder and he probably is not levitating. So he starts disappearing into the dark. Yeah. I don't happen to have a torch or anything. Do I? No, but I mean, you could find one, make uh, one. No, we'll just go in the dark. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, you follow him down. Where we're going, we don't need torches. True. Um, so you follow him into the dark. Uh, you get to uh, the ground and you can feel some slightly moist cobblestone. Um, well, I guess you wouldn't be feel it's moist unless you're wearing... Yeah, you're probably wearing decent enough shoes. You can feel some cobblestone and it smells musty. Um, Cedric turns to you and says, Well, now what? Um, I sort of feel for like walls. How big is the space that we're in? It's about, you know, four feet wide by long tunnel. There's a couple of torches, like, in the distance, lighting up just enough where you are now. Okay. Does it go both directions or just in front of us? Just in front. So now we walk, I guess. Um, okay. You guys walk down uh, this tunnel. This uh, not too bad of a place to be, considering we could be dead. Well, honestly, I've been dead, and actually, it was kind of nicer than this. Dead before? Was it a bad death? Big death? Small death? Was what kind of death? Mm -mm. I was super uh, murdered, so I would say it's uh, probably big death. Usually, people with that form of death are uh, not alive, no? Yeah, well, I'm not like most people. I can tell. You're a noble. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. That's just a title. I mean to say, you are a noble who is alive, which means there's a good chance you must have escaped the revolution and you come back to help the peasants that tried to murder your friends? Yaki doesn't really say anything in response to that. Uh, he presses it further. Why would you do this? It's complicated things that are complicated make life worth living simplicity is boring simplicity is death oui. say when this is over would 
Would you like to go to a winery that's open and not run by terrorists sometime with me? Are, are there any wineries that are open in the midst of a revolution? No, but, you know, if we found one, but perhaps the, the coffee? Uh, perhaps. But I have some pressing matters I have to attend to at the end of the week. I don't know. I don't really. Actually, I really should make the promise. I don't really know if I'm going to survive. But if I'm alive, yeah, we can get coffee. I imagine you have much to say to me, considering I'm but a man and you, the champion of death. Nah, it's not really a champion. More like a consort. <laughs> the, the, the consort of death. Um, you walk along the, uh, walk along the tunnel. Uh, you get to a, an underground, um, sort of a split off between a couple of doors and a little atrium. You can hear voices behind each of the doors speaking, uh, in Montaigne. Okay. If I like stop to listen, what do I hear? Um, you hear, it's kind of hard to tell through the, the, the thick material of the doors, but you do hear uh, things about plans and things about the future of Montaigne, just vaguely revolutionary stuff, bits and pieces, whatever you can pick up. Cool. Um, I, I kind of look at Cedric and I say, you ready? Q, there's something I have to tell you. Are you secretly a green coat? No. You might say I'm secretly one of yours. And he reveals um, a fleur de lis with an eye branded into his forearm. They do not know that I am working with you. But why did you go? Because I was trying to convince you not to go, and I almost did more than once. You did not almost convince me not to I go did. I had you absolutely this close. I could see you wanting to go back in your eyes instead of getting yourself killed. Mm, no, that does not sound like me. That's are you kidding me. You could turn away this. These eyes, they know the truth. Mm, I've seen better. I've seen better. I seen opened better the door. Than Which one? There's three. The middle one. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, he he's going to move to stop you. Okay. Actually, whichever door the most noise is coming from. That's the middle door. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always the middle door. Yeah, right. okay. Um, I'm going to say you, you surprise him because you're at mid-conversation and yeah. you're able to open the door. Three green cloaks in a brightly lit room with tons of torches look at uh, the two of you and say, What is this? And uh, they look at Cedric and, and they say, Cedric, is this a prisoner? Cedric says, We. Oui. Oh my god. No, I'm not a prisoner. Oh my god. Listen. What are you? We need to talk. Doing? You're going to get this killed. I, I look at him. I don't like that he lied to me. I don't care what he says. Oh my I, lord. I look. Ah, well, Q doesn't like when people lie to them. Um, this is such I, a bad way to do this. I do not care. <laughs> Kill Q. I dare you. Kill him. Kill them. Right now. I could. I don't know if I will. Depends what the dice roll. Okay. 
I am going to say, I'm going to put both of my hands up and I say, I understand you all have a vested interest in the future of this country. Each of them uh, brandishes a crossbow and points it at your chest. We, says the the one in the middle. He looks to be, uh, he has like a shaved, like buzz cut head and a uh, and no facial hair. I am much more value to you when I am alive. I can guarantee it. And what can you offer us? No. I can offer you assistance. You all have the direction and the desire for change. The people, they have the means, but they are scared. And at the end of the day, we are we all live with each other. We all know each other. I don't think you want as much bloodshed as you advertise, otherwise you would have been there when they're burning people in the streets. And instead you cloak yourselves in shadows. It would be easy to just run and take a char- take charge, even with me here. I think you want a solution. I think you want a better mountain. And all I want to know is that my home country is safe before I leave. Oui. And it will be safe. Safe for my kind and not yours. Behind you, um, some of the green cloaks come out and they grab Cedric. Um, they all stand up with their crossbows trained on you. And the one you've been talking to says, We have launched an assault on that church. Why are you assaulting the church? There's no noble people there. It's literally just children and the sick. Anybody who resists our rule is considered an enemy. As we speak, you do not have time to go up and stop it if you keep dilly-dallying with us. Isn't that all you nobles do anyway? Sit around in your parlors and drink this wine that is probably made with the blood of our kind. Mm. Q, you have the choice to try and escape and stop the assault on the church. You have the choice to try and fight your way out in here. You have the choice to try and free Cedric. You have the choice to uh, work your way out of this. Um, But you've got... uh, Time is closing in to... For the last fight for the stability of Bouguet and possibly all of Montaigne. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.